Life Audio. Hey, listeners, we just wanted to give you the heads up that this is going to be our final episode of the year. We're going to take a couple weeks off and then be back in January with more podcasts for you. We have a couple favors to ask of you. If you have enjoyed the podcast this year, would you please consider rating and reviewing it at your preferred podcast platform, wherever that is, whether that's Spotify or Apple or wherever? Also, if you've bought and read our book, The Happy Rant, would you do the same thing at your favorite book buying platform? Those ratings and reviews are really significant in helping other people discover the podcast and discover our book and continue to spread the word about it. Lastly, we would love it if you would consider supporting us financially at Patreon. Go to patreon.com. You can search for The Happy Rant. If you support us for any amount monthly, you'll get our bonus episodes there. And then at certain levels, we actually give away free copies of books as well, just as a thank you. That is so meaningful to us. It helps us cover our costs, do live events, all of those things. We are so grateful for you. We wouldn't even have a podcast if it wasn't for listeners. You make it worth it. So thank you. Have a great holiday. And you'll hear from us in January. Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we got a quick episode dialed up today um, based on a bit of breaking news. Uh, it's breaking news that I want to share with you guys. It has to do with Christmas. Mm. I think it's going to be a little controversial. Um, so should we dial up the jingle? Uh, right. Yeah. I'm but what kind of jingle? Like punching that up jingle? in the studio. No, no, or no, like no. The breaking, breaking news jingle. Yeah, here we okay. go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Here's the breaking news, boys. We're not putting a tree up this year. No tree. No oh. Christmas tree. Oh, John Piper approves this message. <laughs> My gosh. Pipe, make sure you tell your dad I want to score some points with your pops. Uh, I know this is going to be hard for you, baby. So I want you to... Talk me through what you're feeling. We're going to litigate this in the courtroom of Happy Rant Radio. And uh, I've, I've got some stuff I could add to it. But I want to first give you the floor as, you know, the the reigning heavyweight, well, in your case, lightweight champion of Christmas. Oh, thanks um, for that. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. How, how does this, how does this hit? Yeah. How, do, how does this Well, hit? I mean, it, it uh, you know, it, it hits, it hits badly. Okay. Um, you know, it hits hard. I yep. think. Um, I think what I'm always what I'm always thinking when somebody drops a piece of you know tragic information on my lap is mm-hmm. it's not really the info, but it's what what's you know what's the story behind what's the guy behind the guy with this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like what's yeah. what's the story behind the story? Yeah. Because I see no, I see no. I mean, I- unless there's a logical reason, like hey, we're going to be out of town for two months. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I would, I you'd be, I'd be hard pressed to find a reason why that that wouldn't be included. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. in your life. Yeah, I want, I want to say in this moment, I hear what you're saying. Um, I receive that, and you know, I, I would just ask everybody to respect, you know, my family's privacy during this hard time. Uh, I want to give, mm. I want to give Piper a second to just weigh into the bombshell of news. And then we're going to do this like a debate, like a courtroom. So I'm going to have a couple of minutes to say my piece, and then you guys will respond to it. But Piper, you respond to the bombshell of news. 
Well, yeah, as as somebody who grew up never having had a Christmas tree until I was an independent adult, uh, yeah, and you know, married to somebody who did grow up with Christmas trees, I this 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 has um, this stirs up some, uh, mixed feelings in me because yeah, on the one hand, I I kind of think that's awesome, and on the other hand, I think, but but why is that awesome? Is it just that misery loves company? Um, <laughs> so. I guess what this leads me to is I think I might need a little more context. Mm -hmm. My biggest question is what is your centerpiece decoration that replaces the tree? Cause like for us growing up, it was this, uh, this hand carved wooden nativity set made (laughs) in like the 1970s in, in in Germany that my parents picked up when they lived over there. So that was our centerpiece. So I need to know what yours is to kind of picture what's actually going on here. That's fair boys. And that's good dialogue by both of you. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to come back and answer those questions. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. All right, we're back. Here's the deal, boys. Um... I really appreciate how respectful you were um, during that mm. first round of dialogue. I know, baby, especially for you, it took some restraint. Mm. Um, I, I could hear the emotion in your voice, and um, I just want to say that you handled that with with tenderness and care. So, thank well, baby, you. baby, I appreciate that. You know, I'm obviously I'm struggling right now, but for your yeah. sake, you know, yeah. I care about you. I care yeah. about you and Double K. I care about your kids. You yeah, know, thank I you. I care about that. Yeah. So, here's the deal, boys. Just to paint a little picture of my house and my living room. So, we've got this massive fireplace, like this really amazing fireplace and hearth that is sort of the nerve center, like the 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 spiritual like middle of our of our living room. And we got the real high ceilings, the big windows on either side. And so to to try to like shoehorn a Christmas tree in and make it the centerpiece of a room that already has a very natural centerpiece to it has always felt like a bit of a deal, dude. It's felt like we've been trying to to force something that isn't really there. So I will say this. Um, KK has done a fabulous job with wreaths, with various like boughs of holly, um, various like kind of small decorative like trees. Um, she has created a Christmas motif around the hearth and in the room that to me delivers the kind of Christmas magic that you want out of a room uh, with the fireplace as the as the center. Because one of my favorite things about winter, dude, cold night, um, build that fire, get it crackling, pull that blanket over you on the sofa and just, just look at that thing. And, uh, mm. she's done a nice job with that. So it mm. delivers that Christmas moment of like, we're looking at Christmassy things on the mantle and, and around the fireplace. But, and, and the other deal with the tree, dude, as a cat owner, I know you're going to feel me on this. Like the tree is just a huge source of temptation for my cat. I, mm. I think it's not an exage to say it's a stumbling block for her. It's a stumbling block for Jane, literally, in that she 
like can't not fixate on it and then stumble around it and then sometimes pull it down um Mm -hmm. which is tough dude Mm -hmm. um i don't want to be fighting my cat i don't want to be at odds with my cat during the christmas season so rather than have her struggle with it i've i've taken the source of temptation out of her life and i think that's been a value add Mm. all the way around so i want to give you as christmas man again a chance to respond to what i've just said well baby i think um i think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at Mm -hmm. my response um i now now that you explain it like that um i'm i'm 100 percent supportive and in favor of everything you just described baby you could Um, knock me over with a feather right now i'm shocked or how about just a a christmas ornament how about a christmas (laughs) yeah yeah Um, knock me over with a with a poinsettia well see so i'm not so let me just let me just for the record like so what i would be opposed to is somebody that just like doesn't get into the spirit of the season and ignores any kind of of you know decoration and it's like right but like i mean hey like you have to do the kind of decorations that you know have some value and meaning for you if it's not a tree it can be something else Um, but i I don't know i'm just a big fan of like hey it's a particular kind of season and we should celebrate it and i'm i mean i'm not here to I'm not here to You're tell here somebody to make how to law. celebrate it. Yeah. No, exactly. absolutely not. So I, I think what you described sounds beautiful. And I think it, it required a lot of work and yeah. a lot of thought and, um, and, and a lot of creativity. And I, and, and I would say, God bless us, everyone. Like, God, I love oh, it. Oh, wow. Yes. Good. I love it. <laughs> wow. This I love Christmas it. This breakthrough pipe. Um, <clears throat> I just, I feel so affirmed by that. And uh, and and cared for by it, I I can't hardly yeah I, I I'm I'm a little speechless in this moment. Um, Piper, I want to give you a second to respond, and I also have another question about what Christmas looked like in the Piper household. But first, do you have any any feedback on either what I said or what Ron said? Yeah, I want to start by just I drawing out what Ronnie said t- simply as a point of affirmation, which is that, <laughs> you know, he, he has been Christmas man now for, for years in, in a, yeah. in an, in an ever expanding, uh, filling out solidifying way. And what he just said might have been sort of the like rubber stamp, most spirit of Christmas kind of thing I've heard him say, yeah. you know, because it, it took all of the legalism out and just, just leaned into you know, enjoyment of Christmas. So well done, Ronnie. You really, like, you just, you absolutely nailed that. Yeah. That's like um, true Christmas vibes right there. Like, mm, like pure yeah. distilled Christmas vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Like tiny Tim, eat your heart out. Um, and, uh, so my, my, I just have a follow up question. No, where did the gifts go? You know, cause the, you know, traditionally yeah. gifts go under the tree. Now, families do this different ways some of them it's like empty under the tree and then they all appear christmas morning some of them they like get they progressively fill out it's kind of part of the decoration and the anticipation what are you guys doing gifts wise if there's not a sort of centrally located place to put them yeah no that's really good that's really practical i like that um we're pushing each other now right this is this Mm. is like christmas iron sharpening christmas iron feeling stressed let's take better care of you i'm bonnie gray the host of breathe the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com. We have gone gift-wise kind of around around the hearth, right? So 
you still got to be able to get in there and make your fire. So it, it kind of goes like adjacent to to that big fireplace hearth. So we're going kind of off to the side on that on that deal. Yeah, but it's still it's nice. still Christmassy and like I should add another practical thing. I'm glad you asked that, Piper. Um, the stockings hang very traditionally off the mantle, and mm. those are there too. So that provides a nice little Christmas vibe because uh-huh. you got you got the stockings. Beautiful. And uh, and the gifts are just kind of there beneath them. So uh, so yeah, that's a I nice love time. it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ronnie. Baby. I w- a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted has said the word hearth maybe four or five times. I want yeah. to know what that does to your heart when you hear the word hearth <laughs> repeated. Well, guys, um, I think you know this because you can spell. But the word heart is in the word hearth. It's part and parcel. There is no hearth without heart. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that answers the question right there. So my heart is full. My heart wow. is full. I, I am in such, I was so, so you got to understand, like when Ted dropped the bomb and, and, and I, yeah. I was just picturing like a house devoid of Christmas. Yeah. And when he described the effort and the work and the love and the joy that went into their creation, I mean, it almost made it better than if they had just put up a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, dude. I agree. The tree, in a sense, the tree was holding us back all these years. You know, and and it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, I mean, let's not overreach. I, I'm just saying it wasn't bad, but I, but I, but I think in light of some of the other you know issues in in that room, the tree the tree was kind of holding us back. Mm. And you you take the stricture of the tree away, and then all of a sudden you could do some magical things in that room. Right? Well, that's true too, because you only you know your room, right? That's so, it, man. Like, yeah. and that and that does have. I mean, you know, we've had rooms in the past that have been more conducive, you know, yeah. for different kinds of trees or smaller yeah. trees. And you, I mean, you got to work with what you have. You just got to right. work with what you got. You know, yeah. Sometimes the tree is such a huge like addition to the room that you you can't not have it. But hundred um, percent, this, this room pushed us. You know, this room it, it made us be better Christmas wise. And I, uh, I, I affirm that aspect of it and i'm excited about it piper my my question to you is so it sounds to me like you not only didn't have a tree but you didn't have a lot of other kind of christmas decorations either save for this wooden nativity that that provided kind of the 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 essence of your christmas room and now i want to know from you why your dad was anti-tree like why there was no tree there is it is it because that was kind of like a pagan symbol of of Christmas, as it were? Oh, I so let me let me frame this out a little bit. First of all, yeah. um, all all of these decisions were primarily made by my mother, and my dad couldn't care less about decorations. Um, okay, I don't I think he it. would notice. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we would get to January, and it would never have crossed his mind that there wasn't green and red up or whatever. Like, yeah. just not his not his uh, his thing. My mom, however, wrote an entire book on traditions and, okay. you know, like how to celebrate in a way that is biblical and honoring to God and not in a legalistic way, but sort of like these are things you can instill in your family. Um, yeah. So she is incredibly thoughtful about everything from, you know, Christmas to birthdays to whatever. So we our house, our house was very decorated just not in like the traditional sort of uh you know garland tinsel trees type of thing my mom probably had somewhere in this in the dozens of nativity sets from around the world she's a 
she's traveled to like 70 countries or something like that. And for a long time, she would pick up new ones or missionaries from our church would bring her back just knowing that she liked them. Yeah. So like hand carved ones from Africa and Malaysia and Japan and wherever else. And uh, so those were sort of just all over the place, you know, shelves yeah. and the, the knickknack shelves and the mantle. Cause we, we had it, we had sort of a big central fireplace that, there was always she would replace the pictures that were above it with uh, with Christmas, uh, usually sort of like hand stitched kinds of things above yeah. that. So like our our living room was very Christmas. It was just very not uh, kind of your traditional traditional type of Christmas. Um, yeah. The other thing is my my mom's name is Noel, mm-hmm. and if 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 you know anything about Christmas carols, you'll know that you know the first Noel Noel is means Christmas. So yeah. there, there are Noel signs and carvings and whatever all over the place. Cause, and I never could figure out if that was like an ego driven thing or yeah, it's a weird it flex like by your mom. Perfect coinciding. She's just like putting her <laughs> stamp all over. This is my house. Um, yeah. but like there was, there was Noel's all over the place. <laughs> so yeah, we, we were, very that'd be like dedicated. me having Ted signs all over my house, which, which yeah. would be a weird yeah, kind of flex, if, you know? You know, if, 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 if like if, if Fourth of July was also known as like Ted in French, and so you said red, white, and blue Ted up every summer, yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah, I, I never it, thought dude. about it it's, like that. Pipe, that's interesting. That she was basically just like she was. It's like she's basically just flexing her name all over your house. Yeah, like I love season, it. Yes. Yeah, this. I mean, you walked in there and you were like, "Oh, I know whose house this is." I'm not yeah. stepping out of line. But yeah. like you can't say anything because it is Christmas. But like if I ever walked into my house and saw Lorraine all over the wall, I'd be like, "Gee, mom, what? Like, ex- <laughs> what are you trying explain, to say? Yeah, explain yeah. to me like what's going on with the old ego these days." You know? Oh, I love it, dude. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of the Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Becca Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, so Piper, where did the where did the presents go in your house? Well, so the uh, the the nativity scene that I described. So each, you know, each of the, it was like, you know, it's Mary and Joseph. And then there's the, um, and then my mom would do this thing. So the, the, you know, the, the little hand carved baby Jesus, and then the manger were two separate pieces. So the manger would be empty until Christmas morning when we came down and the little wooden baby Jesus would sit in there. Yeah. Um, but each of those was like 12, each of those characters, like 10, 12 inches high. So yeah. it's a substantial thing. And then there's, you know, donkeys and cows and shepherds. And so my mom would actually like set, we had sort of a, a bay window area in the front of mm-hmm. the house. And she would set up a table there, drape like a Christmas kind of cloth over it, set that whole thing up on it. And, yeah. uh, and then, um, and then the presents would go under that table. So it was still sort of a centrally located front of the house thing. Yeah, but no Christmas tree, and I yeah. think my mm. parents' opposition to the Christmas tree wasn't like it's immoral as much as there, there is no direct connection between that and and Jesus. Yeah, you know, and I, I maybe there is, maybe there's symbol, you know, it's like symbolism, uh, but I don't know what it is. I just know that they're nice decorations. Um, so my my mom just wanted everything to be explicit. That was kind of that's kind of been her her mo on celebrating stuff is like. 
if it's a if it's a Christian holiday, like we should celebrate it in a in a Christian way. Yeah, yeah. But Pike, didn't uh, haven't you said though in recent years that they've really because of grandkids they've really loosened their grip on that a little bit, huh? Hmm. They've yeah, they've chilled out about it. I still don't think they have a tree. Probably just because at this point that's a pain, and they're like, I'm not going yeah. to all that work. I'm in my seventies now. Um, but yeah, they've they have eased up a little bit. Like we we had like a liturgical Christmas almost, where it was like readings <laughs> and singing and like. And I was like, oh, can we just open presents? Like, I'm here for one reason, and it's cinnamon rolls and presents. Can we get to it? You know, because, and and in some ways, I haven't changed all that much. Like, I'm now a pastor, and I'm still like, yep, I like cinnamon rolls and presents. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was, yeah, so they've loosened up, and it's more like, hey, we're going to read a little bit out of Luke 2. We're going to pray together, and then we're just going to kind of relax and enjoy one another. So they've gotten better at enjoying. Also, they're not responsible for raising any small children anymore. So I think they... They're not trying to shepherd a child's heart anymore, if you will. <laughs> Baby, that's your next book, A Liturgical Christmas. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll sell ten of copies. Yeah. Tens dude. of kind of like all the other books. Yeah, it'll sell tens of copies. It'll don't, be great. Don't spend that advance all in one place. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that that's a that's a solid publishing idea right baby there. are you um question for you baby yeah. um i i feel like mm-hmm. you were expecting so much pushback that you now don't know where to go with all the affirmation yeah you know what dude i'm i'm kind of overwhelmed by the support by the outpouring of of support that i'm getting in this in this tough time so i know it's yeah. going to mean a lot to my family i know it's going to mean a lot to my kids when they listen to this um yeah we're just overwhelmed over here and um, I mean, I think I, I think it's it's no exaggeration to say that this is maybe the greatest gift that you could have given me this Christmas because I was I, w- well, I was and that you know and I yeah sometimes you you have major life decisions and you're scared to tell your family for fear of how they'll judge you you know what I mean like are, are, yeah. am I going to be accepted anymore uh, are they going to treat me different and sometimes you sit on that information for years for decades. And oh, yeah. that, that's oh, yeah. kind of how I was feeling about this. And I didn't know if you guys would um, accept me anymore if you'd look at me differently. Um, well, I, I appreciate that. And I, uh, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you describe this as a as one of the best gifts. And let me just say that there's there's even even better gift, Big T. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of a book I wrote a few years ago called <laughs> The Best Gift Ever Given. <laughs> which was an Advent book for kids released on Harvest House in 2019. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Where can they get that? And uh, they can get that. They can go to Amazon and get that right now. So mm-hmm. I think it's half off. It's there we also go. Yeah, we got, we, we, we got to finish the promo. Yeah. And you know, uh, promo. so I just want you to know that even greater than the gift of affirmation from Pipe and I mm-hmm. is the gift that you get from Christ as he was sent by God to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, become, you know, God in the flesh and to die Dude, for your sins and, and offer you life everlasting. Big you know what I love about that too, is it that's a, that's a little subtle reminder that you're not just a book salesman. You know what I mean? Like Correct. you're a pastor too. We got a, we got a, we got a whole person here, you know? Right. Um, right. that's why you got that strap, dude. That's why you're the Christmas title belt holder and it's not even close. <sighs> I know. Um, and that's, and that's where all the, the, the money and the, yeah. the, the acclaim, uh, you know, you take yeah. away, you take away all the books <laughs> Yeah, that's right. All baby. the podcasts. That's right. I mean, you you strip me of all of those things. <laughs> all those what do I have defining left? things. Yeah, that's right. It's you and that Christmas. <laughs> it is title nothing. I have nothing left. You yeah, yeah. All those <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, you have absolutely, literally nothing left with with all those things stripped away. But um, 
but no man uh that that means the world it means a ton um coming from you obviously it's it's big for me and um yeah i mean christmas is a time to to think not only about the savior of the world but about your contributions to christmas and yeah, honestly i'm not really sure important. even what order i'm supposed to think about those things in i don't know either but i know we uh, are um i think we're i know we're treading water right now on this pod yeah um i think we're treading i think we're treading deep dark water (laughs) yeah he was just trying to push this thing across 20 minutes so we could call it a real episode. yeah we're at 20 and i think we did i think we're 21 and change i think uh, dude i think we conquered that for for christmas app i think that's generous i think boys wait for it i think we've done what we always do on this program in that we've made an episode out of one not very consequential thing and we've done it for 21 minutes and until next time We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grothuis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.